If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What's that? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on, your boy, Lil Shitstain, as always? And, of course, we have a special guest here today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Who comfy, who cozy, who comfy, who cozy. I'm both, baby. Colin Glass got here. Very excited to be on the show. Uh, just there pumped, it is. Pumped. That's the energy we need. Of course, it is Wednesday. And of course, if you are new to the Get Comfy podcast, please consider liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Of course, if you like gaming as well, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break on Fridays, accompanied by Get Comfy Gaming streaming on Twitch every Friday night. We're covering all these different games for you guys. Want to make sure you guys have some entertainment on your Friday nights. Of course. We're, we're looking for all games. Tell us what games you want us to play. We're looking for, you know, just we're, we're trying to have some fun with y'all. Exactly. And before we get into any further into this realm of uh, madness of promoting our podcast, I think it's about time we travel to a galaxy far, far away. So and far. It, yeah, very far. I mean, we're, we're off in the distance. Uh, galaxies, light years away. And I think it's time that we give our take on the best Star Wars movies ever made. Do we include, this is also a rule of thumb, a little curveball here, wild card. Do we include the spinoffs, like Solo Story, all that stuff? Mm, that's mm. a good question. Because I, I did know. numbered. My list is only the numbered ones. Meditate on this, I will. Oh, that's <laughs> what I... <laughs> I would say just do the numbered because the, the the spinoffs are me, but Rogue I, One, dude, Rogue One was awesome, man. All right. It did slide. Yeah, that's Rogue One, but <laughs> I, Solo I would say Solo was me. I would say just do the numbered. Of all right, so we'll we'll do the numbered ones, and of course, if there's any further debate, we'll 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 switch it up. But I'm going to pass it off to our guest, our special guest today. Why don't you run through your list of the top Star Wars movies ever made? Woo! All right, here we go. Buckle up your seatbelts. We're traveling to light speed, Chewie. Here we go. Well, all right, number one, no doubt in my mind, there is not a single shred of doubt in my soul. The best Star Wars movie ever made, hands down, Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, I, this is already getting off to a good start. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. But guess what? I think it's cold as ice, baby, and I'll tell you why. Not only is Revenge of the Sith by far the most important movie for the franchise in general, as it is the turning point from the Republic to the Empire, it also has the best character-followed story of all time with Anakin Skywalker being 
being so conflicted between the light side and the dark. And it's not a simple choice for him. It's his whole life. He's been a slave. He has been, you know, used by the Jedi. He's been underestimated. He lost his mother because he couldn't use his feelings to save his mother. He loses his mother. He gets the same feelings about the one woman he loves and he can't act on it. And there's one guy who appreciates his power, Palpatine, who manipulates him into using the dark side so he can save his wife. He does it for his wife. If you actually look at Anakin's life story, it is the saddest life story in Star Wars, which makes Revenge of the Sith the saddest and most beautiful film in Star Wars, creating Darth Vader, and you really see who the man is behind the mask. Also, the fighting on Mustafar is sick, and the cringe lines make it so much worth it. It, it, it makes everything so much better. Um hello there oh god it's just beautiful from the opening scene <laughs> from padme's beauty to anakin's struggle and conflict revenge of the sith that's my number one pick i won't be that long describing everyone but that one i will be i'm all about it so you can just run through all of your lists from top to bottom great number two empire strikes back great movie a lot of, a lot of life uh lessons with yoda number three return of the jedi i think this is all, an awesome movie I, I i think the opening scene with the uh whole job of the hut escape thing was a little and the plan was kind of stupid but i think the rest of the movie was awesome the final confrontation was awesome vader's you know redemption uh number four i would have put rogue one but uh, i'm gonna have to say phantom menace you know i Mm. phantom menace is an interesting movie uh but the fight with with darth maul is just the most epic fight of all time and it is the first star wars movie which gives it some credence attack of the clones coming in at number five um attack of the clones was cool i just realized that i forgot uh a new hope so let me go ahead and redo that list and put a new hope in front of phantom menace sorry so my number four is a new hope um my number five is phantom menace my number six is attack of the clones that final battle in the pit is awesome and you get to see yoda fight for the first time um Number seven, I'm, I think I'm on seven, is Force Awakens. I actually liked Force Awakens. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was very promising. I don't. The whole thing with Rey beating Kylo at the end was cheesy, but I thought the rest of it was great. Rise of Skywalker gets a lot of hate, but if we're ranking it, then that's definitely not my least favorite one. I think I actually didn't mind Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, but coming in dead last, worst movie ever made, not even Star Wars, The Last Jedi, do, do, do. The stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen. It starts off. Wait, quick question. How explicit can we get here? I mean, we are <laughs> we are an explicit podcast, so by all okay, means, so it starts let off it rip. with my childhood hero, Luke Skywalker, drinking alien cum and then abandoning everything he's ever learned from the Jedi Order. And the rest uh, of the movie is just ridiculous. I don't know, man. With Snoke meaning nothing, and then he's pow- I don't know. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. It's yeah. just it's just a great big mess. So that's what I have to say. I think Luke just drinking from the teat of that uh that creature that that just set the tone for the whole movie. Oh yeah, uh, really did, really I, did. I also no. want to point out. I mean, I guess this is a spoiler for for my picks. Our lists are very close. I mean, to the point. I was getting a little scared of like maybe I got to switch things up just for the fun of it, but it's very close. But um, I'm gonna pass it off to my co-host here. Why don't you get into your list? I want to see what this is about. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do. Um, mine is almost the same. It, it's revenge. Uh, what the fuck? Already fucking up. Revenge of the Sith. You know that that was 
just childhood. I used to watch that shit all the time. My my parents they got the box set where I had yeah. you know all the movies that came out so far, and I I would play them just on repeat. And Revenge of the Sith was the one that was most used, and it was it, it's just beautiful, you know, like exactly what Colin was saying. Uh, my second, I don't know, it's between A New Hope and um, and Attack of the Clones, just because I just love the dialogue in Attack of the Clones. I think <laughs> I think my number three is definitely A New Hope. Um. And it, it's it's just it was good. It's it's like, you know the um, the beginning. You know that's the the first actual you know release, and it was it just opened the minds of everybody. Uh, what else? There was Empire Strikes Back. I that, I think that was what am I at? I'm at number four. You're you're just about there, yeah. Yeah, I I think Empire Strikes Back was my number four. Number five, I'm gonna say the Phantom Menace. Just uh, you know, Liam Neeson, he was a G. Uh, Rip in peace, by yeah, the way. Yes, that was bygone. Never forget. That was one of the most tragic. There's always a bigger fish, you know that. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it, it just had so many good lines. But um, what else? There uh. What else am I forgetting? I, I, I'm definitely the new trilogy besides Rise of Skywalker. I agree with Colin to where I, I was actually a, a fan of Rise of Skywalker. Maybe not the ending. I thought I thought Kylo maybe should have lived. I, I don't know. But um, it, it, it wasn't my least favorite. I think uh, Rise of Skywalker comes definitely before The Force Awakens. And I think my last and most hated one was uh the last jedi that that movie was just a, a fucking disaster <laughs> so we do have a commonality between all of our lists that is our dead last mm. least favorite star wars <laughs> should movie. be unanimously the dead last star wars movie ever made imagine if someone's yeah. like yeah no revenge of the sith there are those prequel <laughs> oh, trilogy oh, there are oh, those haters yeah. out there that do it but i don't know But I guess it's time for me to get into my list here. And like I said before, Colin, I think our lists are pretty parallel. You too, Chris. I think they're, we're very much, I'm glad everyone, we had like kind of the same deal here. Yeah, great minds think alike. That's just it. So episode three, obviously. Exactly. You know, our metachlorine counts are (laughs) off the charts. They they really are. But coming in at number one, Star Wars episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Yes! I mean, come on now. I mean, you can't go wrong with the turn of Anakin Skywalker. Of course, there is the battles like between Obi-Wan and General Grievous. We do have the fight right off the bat where Anakin Skywalker decapitates Count Dooku. I mean, come on now. Do it. Like do I mean, it. You, you just have to. You just have to do it. After he says that, it's over. Um, coming in at number two, Star Wars Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back. A classic, always like one of, if not everyone's top Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Coming in at number three, Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. A feel-good moment. I mean, Endor, Battle Alone. You just got to love the Ewoks. Shout out to the Christmas special if you've ever watched that. That was always a a masterclass, if you will. And then, of course, the duel between Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Father and son battling it out in front of the Emperor. Mm -hmm. 
It's it's always it's always weird how it comes full circle. Palpatine sitting in the chair, Anakin's facing off against someone he wants him to kill. But Word. of course, that, that that's neither here nor there. Moving on to my number four pick, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, just because it's it's the first Star Wars. I mean, come on now, uh, uh, my boy Alec Mc, or I'll say Alec McGinnis, whatever he goes by, <laughs> Sir Alec Guinness. Um, you know, he does such a good job as Obi Wan. Then Mark Hamill, obviously being introduced as Luke. It's great stuff. It, it really is. Shout out to number five here on the list, The Force Awakens. It was a Star Wars movie that really recaptured the magic of Star Wars. Of course, there are those people who say it was just New Hope all over again. I'm all right with that, especially for what is considered to be the reemergence of Star Wars at the mm-hmm. time. Like that was like the the movie you want to start it off with, at least I think. The introduction, albeit of Ray, of Finn, of Poe, the new crew, they aren't as powerful like as as true characters as the OG trilogy and of course the pre sequels. You know, those are always the, the main characters of Star Wars. Um coming in at number six, Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Um that final scene alone put that put this movie in this spot because it's just as a kid, you are watching that movie and you're like, yo, look at all those Jedi just fighting it out. And of course, the introduction yep. of the clones, that era of Star Wars, the Clone Wars is just my favorite. A shout out to the animated series. Love that show. Just the masterclass right there. Hmm. Coming in at number yeah. seven, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Like Chris <laughs> said here, shout out to Qui-Gon Jinn. I mean, imagine if he survived. Who would have oh. thunk? Oh. I mean. If uh, he I'm... survived, so now this is the part where, like, you know, I knew that, you know, shit would get weird because <laughs> I'm going to start asking weird questions. If he survived, do you think that Anakin would have turned? No. No, hell no. No shot. No hell shot. no. He would have he been more on a clear track than Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan at the time wasn't ready to take on a Padawan. And he kind of just out of chance i guess of course qui-gon getting stabbed in the heart you know it just happened so we'll get into more like backstory on these movies in a little bit i just want to finish out this list right here coming in at number eight star wars episode nine the rise of skywalker i didn't think it was a bad ending i mean i think what was given to jj abrams as far as what happened with rain johnson in the last jedi spoiler that's my last number nine (laughs) but um I, I kind of liked how everyone rallied together at the end of that movie. And, of course, there was the Easter egg of the ship from Rebels being in the crowd when everyone came to uh, Exegol to face the Emperor and his his fleet of Star Destroyers that came out of the ground. I thought that was a cool concept. Like, yeah, like, yo, how did how did you get all that stuff, man? Like, <laughs> like what's, what's going happening? on here? here? Yeah, it's like, yo, like, what's happening? He's like, I do, how did this happen? What's smarter than this? exactly like like how do you not understand that there is a planet that has all these ships on it also to a knock on this movie i guess a dagger points out where you have to go i don't know it just seems kind of i know there is a backstory to the dagger of mortis where it's like the father the son the daughter that whole trilogy of the balance of the force blah 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 but if there was more time i felt like the like what is wrong with the new trilogy is the force awakens should have been 
the old, like the first movie of that trilogy. Then I would have put the emperor coming back at the number two mm-hmm. spot. Mm. And then the final battle yeah. would be the last Jedi, Luke sacrificing himself in front of the emperor, blah, blah, blah. Then do that whole Ray scene. That's how I would have structured it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I think that if they hadn't, you know, switched creating creative teams halfway through the trilogy, which was I, like, how can you be that stupid that you switch writers and directors from J.J. Abrams to Ryan Johnson back to J.J. Abrams? I think that mm-hmm. if they kept it to J.J. Abrams the whole time, it would actually be a really good tril- trilogy. I really do. Because Force Awakens was great, in my opinion. It had some flaws, but it was good. And then Last Jedi was a disaster, and Rise of Skywalker did what it could. But if you had that middle piece written by J.J. Abrams, it would have connected so much better, which is why I think that if they had not switched the creative teams and creative writers and directors, I think it'd be a very successful trilogy. Also, Snoke not being a thing, that, like you said earlier, like, out of every villain in Star Wars, I mean, we went through Darth Maul, which we've seen more of in the expanded universe, General Grievous, I wish we wish we seen more of him. We've seen him in the Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about like how to get all four lightsabers. Of course, he described it, but I want to see it happen. Um, Snoke is a person. I mean, grant you, he was shown as to be a clone or I don't know, like a, a vessel for yeah. Emperor Palpatine. I wanted to see him in battle. He had the black Kyber crystal. What was that about? The ring. Mm. Like, I want to see more. Of course, there is the the backstory to everything there always is the expanded universe but i think the movie would have benefited for and and of course i'm talking about the last jedi where if snoke got up from that chair and of course like i think chris you mentioned it we talked about this a while ago where you were like how do you not hear a lightsaber rattling right next to you (laughs) on your chair and it's like yo like Aren't you, know, you supposed to kind of be like you're, you're supposed to be able to feel all this, you know? It, it, you're supposed to be stronger than everyone. Is yeah, saying. I, I think that's that's all because they gave it to Ryan Johnson, who just shit on Star Wars. Yeah, it <laughs> not, took a fat deuce on it. Oh, not yeah. gonna lie, it was a cool fight scene at the end. Yeah, but it, it was just like what? Also, like, one critique that I did have for the sequel trilogy is. The whole Kylo Ray thing, they you know how in the original trilogy, Darth Vader didn't start turning to the light side kind of until like the last movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't like with Kylo, he was turning to the light side the entire trilogy. Starting from yeah. the first movie, there was a conflict within him. Like I, I think that if they had made it not it was, as long and repetitive, it would have been a lot more powerful. Yeah, it, it was like, like right when he killed Han. You knew yeah. that he was he was gonna come back and come over. Exactly, it. like Darth Vader. You didn't know, you didn't know, mm-hmm. but you knew that Kylo Ren would, and they could have made Kylo Ren a much cooler uh, villain too. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. he's fucking dope. Like he looked fucking mean. Yeah, in the Force Awakens. His entrance in the Force Awakens is sick. Yeah, and then they just shit on him. I don't understand. Yeah, I like how they all like right when he came out, he stopped the blaster bullet. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, this guy's legit. Like he yeah. is, like he is the strong. guy. He like, is Vader's like offspring, essentially. What it is in like the yeah. Sith lineup here, yeah. and you know, I think the good story heading into at least whenever we thought it was the Rise of Skywalker was that there was going to be the switch where Ray turned bad and Kylo turned good, uh-huh. Ben Solo, and they teased it with that little sequence of Ray holding the like the weird like 
they were together, the lightsabers, then it swung open to like a dual ended lightsaber. Yeah. Shout out to Darth Maul. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, like you had something. Yeah. I would have liked to see Ray turn to the dark side because she's like, I'm going to embrace being a Palpatine instead of being this whole thing where it's like, who are you? I am yeah. like, no, like embrace the fact that you're a Palpatine and show the universe. Yeah. Like, at least in this instance, like, hey, Palpatines can be good. Or at least the case I wanted, Palpatines are evil. They're just evil people. And, you know, Ray <laughs> is going to be like the next big villain, maybe for the next few movies. Because, of course, they're going to be making more Star Wars. I think that's yeah. not even a question. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder where they can go from here. I, I, I hope they focus more on, like, the Clone Wars or, you know like the days of the Republic or maybe even before the, if they did a movie about like, you know, Darth Bane and KOTOR man, KOTOR guys, that would have been crazy. Hmm. I I feel like they should, they should explore uh, Ray turning evil though. Cause that would be f- pretty fire. Cause she's got, uh, what is it? The yellow or orange lightsaber now? Yeah. She has the yellow saber, which has kind of been used as uh, the crystal for the temple guards. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they go from there. I mean, there was rumors that she's going to be coming back for the new movies to kind of teach the next generation of not Jedi, but I guess force wielders, I guess you call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think John Boyega is coming back. Cause he like, he just went off on oh, star Wars shit on star Wars. Rightfully so. Because <laughs> Finn was a guy I was like, yo, like this would Finn, be a cool concept. Yeah, Finn, where... Finn could have been a great character, but again, he was butchered. Yeah, yeah. Captain Phasma was also butchered. Shout oh, out to so her butchered. getting killed twice on screen and still coming back. She's fucking annoying in Battlefront. Oh way. my god, dude. In Battlefront, when she puts down her little fucking electricity, don't even get me started. The little taser. Also, yeah. shout out to the supposed rival to BB 8, that Sith droid oh. thing. Oh, like, fuck that. <laughs> like, how I don't understand anything. They, they shouldn't have put BB 8 in there in the first place, and they definitely shouldn't have put in that little Sith nutsack in that the <laughs> in fact that mace game. windu isn't a character in that game exactly. yet oh not gonna lie i thought that they were gonna pull some shit like mace window mace windu is uh snoke or some oh shit. my gosh dude he, i saw a video of that it was like right he, the reason why he looks all deformed is from the electricity shock and yeah. then like him falling down to like that whatever would have made sense and that would have been pretty cool i mean and, there's also to, the uh the concept of he's He's kind of a darker person, and yeah, Snoke was but pretty pale. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, that's true. But I think it would have been cool because, like, the black kyber crystal, and then like because uh, Windu was the only person with a purple lights uh, with a purple crystal. He traveled the galaxy to find one purple crystal, and he's the only one with it. So it would make sense, like, you know, maybe he traveled again and he found the black one. So I, I feel like that would have been a pretty cool turn. He also did yell at George Lucas. He's like, I'm not being in Star Wars until I get a purple lightsaber. Exactly. And but, then he you know, popped up with it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to shout out to Samuel Jackson for yeah. uh, for uh, making a dope character because I love Mace Windu. Wish I could have seen more of him. You yeah. Know? Oh, did you know that? Samuel Jackson, uh, he took 
the thing from Pulp Fiction with the wallet and where it says bad motherfucker. Yeah. And he, he put it on the purple lightsaber. Oh my gosh. Of course. That would be a move by him. Was, that's fire. I would do that. <laughs> it, dude, it really is. And you know, with with everything being said, Star Wars has so much more to explore. Even though like the Skywalker saga is over, you kind of realize now there's so much more. Like we mentioned, Knights of the Old Republic, that era. Why don't we do a movie there? Mm-hmm. Why don't we? I've been saying this, and I'm going to say it every time we talk about Star Wars. Give me my rated R Darth Vader film. Yeah. You can do it, Disney. Drop it on Disney Plus. I'll pay that $30 Yo, before I, the movie even comes out. Just like the that last scene of Rogue One, just make a movie exactly like that. Yeah, like there's so much. The castle on Mustafar. Like What's a, that about? It could be a fucking horror movie. I don't care. But yeah. like a horror movie with Darth Vader? Shit. I, I'd fucking watch that a million times. I tell you right now, if they ever do that movie, and I hope this podcast lasts until that time, the <laughs> announcement, like teaser for that movie, dark screen, and then all of a sudden you hear his breathing, and then the red lightsaber ignites. Yep. Boom. Darth Vader movie coming soon. Oh, That'll be lit. That would be amazing. I I can't even explain how much getting I want goosebumps. That. And especially now, like we're talking about in the next podcast, spoiler, um, The Mandalorian Season 2. They're bringing back Boba Fett, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what if they do like a bounty hunter? Th- like, they are doing the Mandalorian, which is a bounty hunter. But like, what if they do like a Boba Fett? Like, how'd you get out of the Sarlacc pit? What have you done between now and the Mandalorian? Yeah, even like an origin story. Like, yeah. that, just fuck around, do do something good. <laughs> There's so much they can do with Star Wars. Um, But, you know, we get into Star Wars. We love it here, obviously. Shout out to Colin for being on this episode. He's going to be on the next one talking about the Mandalorian Season 2 preview because there's news about that. We got a break here on the Get Comfy Lowdown. And, yeah, shout out to everybody who's been on the Get Comfy Gaming stream on Friday nights on Twitch. Go check us out. The link is down below. And if you like all of this Get Comfy goodness, we have more shows like the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we got the Get Comfy podcast available every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, this show, the Get Comfy Lowdown, drops every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.